0: What is going on, America? It's your boy Sherman Obed back here once again on What's the Word Enter? It's Heyman. Good to have you back. For those that have been listening to us and enjoying the show, glad you're with us once again. For all the newcomers, welcome aboard. Hope you enjoy it. Obed, what's going on with you, man? How's everything? How's your life?
1: Just another manic hump day. I think that's how the song goes. Living the dream, Sherman. How about yourself?
0: Yeah, man. You know, I can always complain about wild ballers, is It's not a bad day out here. Chilling out here in the DMV, um, getting ready to watch some finals tonight, which is exciting. We'll get to the, we'll get to basketball here in a second. Um, just start off with some sidebar news, uh, dude. I don't know if you saw what Conor McGregor is trying to get back in the ring. And then this time, instead of fighting uh, Floyd Mayweather again, he's going to, I guess, can we say downgrade and fight Manny Pacquiao? Even though that's not much of a downgrade, right?
1: (laughs) Not much of a downgrade. You'll probably take more punches if that's what he wants to get into. And most of the time, uh, uh, Money Mayweather is going to run around. Manny Pacquiao is going to go straight to his jaw.
0: It's you facts dude this dude pacquiao throws 300 punches in the first five seconds <laughs> it's it's out of control i mean this is kind of just from money right it's not really he's not really trying to be a boxer i imagine
1: no McGregor, conor McGregor, right? mcgregor's just trying to get he's now a celebrity for for the shock and all he just wants to make some money
0: yeah i feel you so hey if it happens cool if it you know whatever but hey I, i'll watch it i'll just say that i watched him when he fought mayweather my money was on Mayweather you know what I mean so but I'll watch it so I'll find a
1: free stream I'm not gonna pay for it I know that much
0: <laughs> yeah it's gonna cost you a grip that's for sure that's for sure let's get into some uh, NBA action of course as I mentioned before the f- NBA final start tonight but quickly just to recap a couple things before we get into the finals uh, former LA Clippers head coach Doc Rivers was let go and we re- informed the team the team informed him that he would not be returning I'm um, just wondering, you know, Clippers had obviously a disappointing season for them, coming over, getting Kawhi and PG, getting ousted in the second round of the playoffs. Um, well, this is nothing really new for the Clippers. The Clippers have never been to the Western Conference finals in their entire team history. You know, the after seven seasons is like, oh, I'm thinking who can lead this team to a championship? To me, I'm thinking my first thought would be Jason Kidd he's already an assistant with the LA Lakers. So this is obviously an easy transition for him being already being in LA. Mm. Um, one of our one of our our, our our former guests Anu had a couple of thoughts here. He chimed in uh, off off air. He he shot out some messages to me. He said that he thinks it could be first, could be Mark Jackson, maybe Tyron Lou, or then maybe uh, Sam Cassell. But I I, li- I like Jason Kidd in this in this part. He has the experience as a head coach. Now so does Jackson and Lou. Sam has just been an assistant. But I'm thinking Jason Kidd. Like I said, easy transition. I wouldn't um, be surprised if Mark Jackson got it though the job
1: yeah I think it'd be Mark Jackson. I mean, at the end of the day, you say what you will about Mark Jackson's coaching ability, but uh, uh Steve Kerr went and won a bunch of championships with the team that he created, so Excellent. you know while while maybe we're not so sure of what his ability might be another round to go um yeah, I don't think you can do much better or much worse than Mark Jackson because Tyron lose probably more so they a, a a, a sire of all the work that other players around him and he he's just living off of the coattails of guys like LeBron so
0: yeah yeah by uh, yeah Mark Jackson 100% created that team Steve Kerr just inherited it and came in at, and got, came, got brought in at the right time so yeah yeah um getting to the finals obviously we know the heat won the east lakers won the west heat beat the Celtics in six i was surprised um first off i know my, my pick was Boston all along even though Boston lost mm-hmm. the first two but albeit without Gordon Hayward mm-hmm. uh, i'm surprised they didn't go seven but um kudos to Heat for coming out on top there um a new set off air that he he did think it was going to go seven um but he you know he did kind of see it coming to an end early but he thinks you know, the Heat were just more raw more, and hustled a little bit more than Boston. Your thoughts are yeah. on the Eastern Conference Finals?
1: I would, I would agree with that 100%. It felt like the Celtics were going into a game that they were like, oh, we should win. But um, I guess Tyler's the hero that we need that we don't deserve. Um, <laughs> came through for them hard. Uh, you know, again, again, synergy will beat all. You can have the names you want. It seems like the Heat will force you to play a gritty game of defense mm-hmm. behind some great coaching of Eric Spolstra
0: yep yep in the western conference finals lakers beat the nuggets in five i think you and i both picked the lakers winning this one this was kind of easy money um you know i i think everyone wanted to see them face the clippers obviously that didn't happen um you know a new also said that you know the, he felt the nuggets got gypped on some foul calls in the first two games um lebron got too many calls uh but more time more time the games take place more chance for the you know uh, things to happen differently, you know, but LeBron, the fact that the, he said the fact that the Lakers complained about LeBron's free throws was kind of bogus, but like yeah. Lakers obviously just continued to dominate as usual.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, uh, yeah, you can look at the charity stripe number and see how many free throws were taken. It generally is pretty obvious that one team was favored by the reps going to the, uh, the line or not. Um, I, I, I just it's. <laughs> if there is a player who's going to get those calls at this point in his career in the playoffs, it's definitely going to be LeBron. I mean, you know, all the best stars were able to get them. You know, we, we don't complain when uh, we watch uh, uh, what's his, what's that guy's name from, uh, I almost forgot his name. Wow. I'm blanking where, here, America. Um, from where? It's One of the Splash Brothers, Steph Curry. It's when Steph Kirk. Curry gets a few calls, you know, <laughs> where nobody's got a problem with it. Um, but, you know, LeBron back again, 17th year. Uh, really just a nemesis of the playoffs, right? Like, if you are going to play basketball, through over the last almost two decades, if you don't intend to see LeBron in the finals and take him on, he, he's like the, the bad guy at the end of like the Shaolin temple saga, you know what I mean? Like you're <laughs> going to have to face this challenger to win the chip. And I don't know if they got what it takes. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited, man. You know, like I guess said, it begins tonight game one um, in the bubble. Heat Lakers, man, I got to tell you, I'm 99% sure the NBA is not happy about this. And neither is maybe some of the uh, reporters or analysts because you have LA versus Miami. Miami versus LA, man, if you got, if they were in these cities, you know, the marketing and the atmospheres, mm-hmm. how much revenue the NBA is losing right now is oh astonishing. The Back who's there.
1: who of who would be watching these games courtside. If you're, you listen, they're ready to pop in South beach. You would might see uh Dwayne Wade sighting just for the simple fact that they were out there.
0: Yo, oh, mean Dwayne, come on, Dwayne Wade is probably be the lowest celebrity that would be out there. You would have we talked about Floyd Mayweather, guys like that. You'd have uh, music artists, movie stars, yeah. everybody. Yeah. You know, like I said, it's L.A. and Miami
1: star you power and star power.
0: Yo, know, it would be crazy. Um, but man, you know, I'm just thinking this is LeBron's tenth NBA Finals, which is more than some teams. Um, you know, yeah. total,
1: yeah, yeah, which
0: is which is crazy. But I mean, we, if if the Lakers do win, I'm, I, I guess the question I would say is where does this put him on the all-time goat status? Uh, you know, for me, obviously, MJ will always be number one. He'll never be better than MJ, but obviously I'm going to, I would still put him top five, if not top three, for sure. Um, A new did say he, that he did agree that, you know, it'll still be MJ, but you know LeBron is obviously the stat king. He's going to own like pretty much every single record, but yeah. mostly because he's going to be end up playing longer than anyone else. You know what I mean? Yeah, because he came out yeah. right out of high school, so that's obviously an advantage right there.
1: Exactly. Um, you know, I I have to agree with you, Sherm. I think he's in that. T- it's for me. I again, I just have a problem putting LeBron in the top five. I mean, I have Le- I have problems putting LeBron in the top ten. Uh, really, his his propensity to not be able to just stick with the team, you know, and while I understand their, their epic collapse after the fact, a lot of that has to do much more with the way he forced that team to build for his success versus a team built to be successful, right? Like MJ's teams were always built with talent around him, but built through the draft built through trades. LeBron shows up and says, I want this guy and this guy, this guy, if he finds out that you can't play, he's going to be nice to you in your face and you're getting shipped out at the end of the season. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I just, best players i would say i i do i have fine we'll put him in the top 10 while there's been many guys before him and i'll put him in the top 10 i just my concern has always been uh one the way he plays the game anybody with his dimensions could just go out there and be a big body guy i mean i think that's what kept uh dwight howard in the league for as long as he is because he just has that massive size uh, ben, uh big baby davis as well um, and just his propensity to like not be able to stick it out with one team fine the team he went to wasn't trying to. I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt Cleveland wasn't trying to build anything around him they just thought that they had this guy who's going to bring them a bunch of money um, mm-hmm. but you know it just I, I just never thought well, that Well,
0: this, his second stand in Cleveland they, remember, they did bring in Ke- Kevin Love you know they, they, on, they drafted Kyrie before LeBron got, LeBron got came back you know yes
1: yes and then you know I just I'll give him that but a part of me is like, okay, you should have been able to stick it out and prove like, hey, do these things for me. They obviously wanted to give you the keys. I don't know why he couldn't make that work. At least go in and own the front office by saying, hey, I am the face of this town. Uh, but, I, you know, he's definitely top 10. I don't know about the top three. I definitely don't think top five.
0: Mm. Got him. Hot take from, from Obed here on What's the yeah. Word Entertainment, folks. Um, keys to the victory for each team uh, being we got the Heat and Lakers. Um, I'm going to say for the Lakers, they've got to establish post-dominance and lock down a perimeter defense. We know the Miami can shoot, shoot the ball from the outside, yeah. I think, but down low, especially with, with AD and Dwight Howard and even McGee off the bench, they've got to establish that post-dominance. You know, um, I think it's going to help them uh, tremendously there. Um, as far as the heat is concerned, spread the floor. Gets their free throw line uh, early and often. And try, at, try your best to lock down LeBron. I know it's not going to be easy. It's not yeah. something yeah. many people can yeah. do. But yeah. Jimmy Butler's got to play ferocious defense on LeBron yeah. every, every single minute of every single game. Yeah. You've got to give him
1: the Pat Beverly uh, uh, treatment. I mean, honestly, the the reason some teams just can't beat LeBron in the postseason is because they're not willing to give LeBron a postseason foul. I mean, this is why uh, uh, Kevin Durant was kept from his first championship against LeBron when he was with OKC because skinny Kevin Durant was not willing to give a playoff foul to this guy and tell him that the lane does not belong to you. Once LeBron James establishes that the lane belongs to him, it's a wrap, right? under going driving to the basket so much of the nba is going up and up down up and down the court just jacking up threes missing those shots and then mm-hmm. losing a the lead or going going under early mm-hmm. attack the basket i could not believe how many times teams at the end of the game don't attack the basket get your two get your two shots and you've got a four-point play while they come down here and jack up a three miss and then come down and the game is over uh, right yeah right. uh, but but I, I will agree with you. I think it's going to be about team ball for the Heat. The team. thats the only reason the, t- the Heat are up here. It's not one guy doing everything. Even the nights where Jimmy Butler isn't scoring, he's mm-hmm. showing his value and how he helps the team in other places, playing defense, ball movement, assists. Right. Um, and I, I would agree with you on the Lakers that it's about having that post dominance that I feel like is lacking in some of their game because they have a guy like Anthony Davis, who will attack you from outside, who does like to have uh, his handles and, sh- and show his prowess with the ball, but he's still not KD. KD's the best seven footer with handles uh, mm. probably ever. Um, yeah. yeah There should be, this should be a, good, a good back and forth, but mm-hmm. you know what? Lakers in five, Lakers in six.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Well, speaking of that, well, let's go to the winners. So you're saying Lakers in five or six Obed on record. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Lakers in six here. Um, a new set offline that he thinks the same thing Lakers in six, if the heat win, it's going to be in seven for them. Wow. But he would like the Lakers to win for Kobe. That's a, that's interesting. He could win if it goes seven, the heat, but mm-hmm. I'm going to say the Lakers, I think they just got too much with LeBron, obviously an AD, Um, yeah. you know, I like the fact that they're starting Dwight Howard. You know, the last couple of games, I think that's going to be good. Rondo's, yeah. you know, playing well. Yeah. Um, Kuzma he's shooting the ball well too. I think they've got they just got too much. Um, if the Heat went, you know, Bam Adebayo had a hell of a game that closeout game against the Celtics. What thirty two yeah. and twelve or something like that. But they've got to go. They've got to be on point every single time, every single game, which I, which I don't think they can be. You know, Tyler yeah. Hero, he's playing well for them too, but. I think it's just too much, too much just dominance they have on that, on that, on that LA squad. So I'm going to say Lakers in six, you know, but you know what, don't be surprised if it's if it's Lakers in five folks. Yeah.
1: That's all I'm yeah.
0: saying. But I think I'm just going to say Lakers in six.
1: LeBron's been um, saving himself just for this moment to come out here and dominate in the Lakers Jersey. So. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. um for as far as finals MVP, I'm actually gonna give it to Anthony Davis, not LeBron. Uh, I think Davis is gonna average right around 30 points a game, maybe 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 28, 29. But I'm just, he could average 30. If he no, it may, it may be like eleven boards, um, I think LeBron is going to still get his get his numbers. He might even heck, he might he might he might even average triple double again. I think Le- the Heat have to stop that from happening if they really want to win. Um, I was kind of mentioning before they got to shut down LeBron, but I'm going to say Anthony Davis wins the MVP with, with the uh, championship.
1: And that um, speaks th- to your point about Anthony Davis potentially winning the championship, even if you keep LeBron from getting his triple double. He's not the guy that the Lakers are rotating their offense through. Mm-hmm. He's not the guy that were, they're working the offense through Anthony Davis. That is why he was brought in to take heat off of LeBron. Again, if we'd had a regular season, you'd see many games where LeBron would be sitting on the bench, waiting and just chilling, resting, managing while Anthony Davis is out there running, running the offense. So, you know, if they do pull it off, the finals MVP, I agree with you, will be Anthony Davis. Gotcha.
0: Okay, cool. Cool. Um, Yeah, it's going to be a good one. I'm looking forward to it. LA Miami begins tonight. Uh, so, yeah, I'm definitely excited about that one. Let's get right into some football, folks. Let's start off with college football. We haven't talked about that yet As you know, this uh, this season. You no, know, We've been kind of working with you know, uh, an abrupt schedule here in the college season. Obviously, with the whole pandemic happening, you know, things getting shifted around, conferences not even playing, then switching course now playing. Uh, the Pac-12 was saying that they will return to a seven-game schedule. The Mountain West is going to have an eight-game schedule. I mean, really? I mean, what's. Uh, is there a point to even having this? Seven games? I mean, come on, right?
1: It's, it's, this is, again, I'm just amazed at watching teams just be ill prepared. Organizations to be ill prepared. You had all year. You watched many other organizations get together and you just sat on your laurels. I don't, I don't get it. And now the, the, uh, uh excuse me, the committees and organizations that really think that they can get it together, these conferences that think they can get it together, are just trying to do the best that they can, which for the amount of money that you're saying you're losing, you know, they said something about um, Ohio State losing like $160 million. You're talking about you got $160 million on the line, you guys can't sit down for a few weeks out of the seven months that we've been on quarantine and figure something out. You can't come up with a plan. Like what's going on? Um, right. I don't, I don't wholeheartedly agree with the, uh, the whole concept of them saying, hey, uh, they're going to remove any uh, stipulations they had about bowl games, right? They're going mm-hmm. to allow anyone who is, if you play a season, you will get a shot at a bowl game. I don't know if I want to watch Watford and uh, Alabama go for it in a national championship game. (laughs) No, I mean,
0: the fact that you can go four and three and possibly want to go to a bowl game. I mean, come on. I mean, I don't see what the issue is with extending the season a couple weeks you know starting the college football playoff thing you know let's say two yeah. or three weeks later for some for the for teams to get a couple more games in yeah but I mean seven eight games and let's just say let's say you go six and one in those seven games but you know another team is I don't know playing 10 games they go you know Eight and two, or whatever they have two losses compared to your only your one. Let's say you go seven and oh, the other squad has eight and two, but they're on They can say, Well, we're undefeated. Well, you only played six, it's only played seven games. We had to play 10 games, you know. Yeah. I just, oh man, I just think this whole entire season is just off. I don't like it. Yeah, um, I don't think I really don't think it's fair to play for teams playing more games. And then the fact that now the Big Ten and the Pac 12 are all of a sudden back in the AP poll, all of a sudden now. <laughs> just, which is ridiculous to me uh, yeah
1: um that that to me was was a little was a little jarring um i mean hey what do you think about the proposal to expand college football to eight teams being shelved i mean this is a great opportunity to expand the playoff to eight teams right. and then maybe maybe florida gets a chance to win the big one maybe mississippi state comes mm-hmm. out here and gets mm-hmm. a chance to get the big one because they gave it to LSU recently
0: right I, you know <laughs> i i think they well, i've been saying this all, all along you know it's like they should 100 percent Extend more than four teams. Mm-hmm. Um, think about it though, because you have teams who are non-power five conferences who play well. I think it was a, a few years back. I think it was University of Houston. I believe it was. They were undefeated. were eleven and zero going into the last week of the season, their last game, and they happened to lose their last game, so you they finished eleven and one. But even at eleven zero, they were ranked twenty fifth in, in the in the polls. Yep. So let's say they they said they went twelve and zero. Um, they would have probably moved up, let's say, maybe 20th, Mm -hmm.
1: 18
0: maybe. They weren't going to be in the top four, so they had no shot. It's like some schools who can go undefeated will never have a chance to get in the top four. That's why I just don't think it's – they try to do a system where it's fair, but it's still not fair. You're still alluding to these power five schools – who go undefeated or maybe have one loss these teams like the mac or the wac they're never going to get in so yeah. it's it's not the fair act, to yeah. either it's not fair to every single conference unless you do a thing where your all of your conference championships champions get in and you have like some sort of one wild card off maybe you do something like that but it's never going to be fair across the board so,
1: yeah so and, and and you know you it's Take into account the situation that we have right now, where it's a shortened season, smaller uh, 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 pools of teams are going to be playing. Now, this is really starting to show the chinks in the armor that is what the NCAA has created. Right, there is no fairness if you only take four teams at that. There is no fairness through the course of the season. Teams have been rattling off undefeated seasons and never breaking the top twenty. Right. right. So, right. and and it's because oh well you know who you play. I'm like well. The SEC teams that you rank highly all the time and get first place votes to, they play the academies and that's an easy W on the schedule. They are Mm -hmm. always circling that as a W. Then they have a cupcake game where they go out and throw seven touchdowns. And uh, Nick Saban has to spend more time keeping his kids from being lethargic and messing around on the sideline because they're always cruising and pulling to a, a Tagawailoa by the fourth quarter. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's the, the, inaccuracies the, the inadequacies are going to show themselves heavily now that you know that we're so hyper focused we're all at home watching this and it's like mm-hmm. obviously it's never going to be fair
0: right right yeah 100 percent, dude i just don't think it's ever going to be fair at all uh, until they expand it and get more teams and a lot more teams to be in part of it it's just it's always going to be the same kind of group grouping as it has been since the college football playoff initiated you know you're going to have the SCCs the ACCs, the Big Ten pretty much fighting for it every single time. It may be a different school each year winning it. Okay, yeah. fine. But you're not fair to the entire nation of yeah. the teams. Sorry. It's not. It's all
1: money. It's where the money is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, you did come up with a good, uh, good concept there if you took all the conference champions. Uh, international rules football already does this. It's called the Champions League. You take the top four from every mm-hmm. league, and they play in a tournament, and you find out who the best player is or the best team is mm-hmm. from the Champions League.
0: Yeah. I think, yeah, it's only, if it's only really true you you refer to do it. And like I said, if there's an the odd number, then you throw in a wild card, whatever, next one up, whatever, you know? So these mm-hmm. – okay. Um, we had a couple upsets last week. K-State stunned number three, Oklahoma 38-35. Mississippi State upset the reigning champ, as you mentioned before, LSU 44-34. to Pretty Some pretty good games there. Um, coming up this week in college football, we have number 13, Texas A&M at number two. And probably the biggest game of the weekend, number seven, Auburn at Georgia. I'm going to go – Alabama and actually, I'm gonna go Auburn um, for my for my uh, for my hit wins here. Those two games. Uh, Obed, Ben, your picks in those two games at all?
1: Uh, we're gonna go with the entire state of Alabama and pick Auburn and Alabama.
0: Yep, <laughs> Bama all the way. I guess. All mm-hmm. right, cool. Let's keep it moving, my friend. Let's get right into the professional Let's Go to the NFL quickly recap some of the highlights from week three around the league um cowboys lost to the seahawks 38 31 another barn burner your boy dak putting up number over another 450 yard passing game he's just throwing hey the this, rock. Man.
1: my god
0: he's throwing the rock like crazy right now yo Uh oh, yeah. man that was a heck of a game again dallas defense couldn't stop anybody though so i feel like it's just going to keep happening so what's the problem here with dallas can they get on the board because think about dallas yeah, they're one and two, but quite frankly, they're a couple yards away from being 0 and three if the Falcons don't have that stupid blunder on the onside kick. Absolutely. So, really, they Absolutely. should really be 0 and three, right? Yeah.
1: No, I, I, I would agree on that one. I mean, it's just, you know, you've vested really a lot of the money for the Dallas Cowboys is all on the offensive side. So, unless they find a way to draft better or coach better on the defensive side, this is what you're going to see. Um, it's just they're going to be able to put up points. They're just not going to be able to stop anybody.
0: Yeah, it's kind of sad that you know the you have this such great organization and I guess they're only focusing on one side of the ball. They need to get it. They need to fix it there. Quick, fast, and already that's for sure. Um, Packers beat the Saints 37-30. Another great matchup there. Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees. You know, I'm just thinking. I was watching this game. Um, I'm not sure whether it's more about the Saints' issues or just Aaron rod playing lights out. You know, and you know. Yeah. It was a heck of a game, we know Michael Thomas is not there for the Saints um even it was in New Orleans, but again, without that crowd, New Orleans is a different team. You're gonna see just teams flat out playing how i guess the right way not necessarily the right way, but you're gonna see you some teams are gonna get exposed without that home field advantage that you have. There's some teams will get exposed because that in, that that home field advantage when that especially in that dome that just yeah. that just that just illuminates mm-hmm. the entire squad the whole yep. the whole stadium is rocking, so it's going to be different um, yep. but quickly your Ind- thoughts over
1: Indy doesn 't have that home field advantage because we'll basically they blatantly pump in crowd noise but nobody's there um, you know atlanta no. doesn 't have that that uh advantage the Seahawks don't have that advantage if there's a team that could get exposed it 's the seahawks i don 't care what uh. Russell Wilson is doing that defense is terrible. That defense is terrible. Got off and they just lost Jamal Adams, who is their big money uh, ticket signing with, uh, with the draft, uh, Excuse me, with the trade with the jets. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to be back there to give them some kind of funnel or somebody watching and lurking uh, to lay the wood for them. Uh, they're going to have problems in the back end If they can't put it together, they, they look like a, a Peyton Manning team coming out here, throwing up 45 and probably going to give up 46. Um, as far as the Packers and the Saints, it's definitely an issue with the Saints. I mean, when you, when Aaron Rodgers doesn't have Devontae Adams, you have a chance, right? You've got a better chance. You're at home. That gives you an even more of a chance. Maybe you don't have the crowd out there and A-Rod a- is able to go out there and get uh, false starts and offsides penalties and get that free play, which we know that he's very deadly for and is willing to light it up. But, you know, the Saints should be in the driver's seat, a fully healthy team, one of the better defenses in the league, and they're just not playing to that potential.
0: Yeah, you would think that they would, you know, I mean, they've, they're poised to win another championship probably, you know, right now, but they've certainly got to get it together r- real quick. So things are not looking really good for them. Yeah. Um, and other news, Bears bench quarterback Mitchell Trubisky in this in the game against the Falcons, Foles came in, got the W. <laughs> Um, I don't. really – should. I mean, should we say to America that we told you so now, or should we just say it later? Because I believe we called it exactly like this.
1: We absolutely called it. Uh, just to, just to, you know, not to throw salt in the wound. Uh, I am taking part in a pros versus Joe's fantasy league. When it's a baseball league where you just draft your team and the best ball from each person, the best score get becomes your score for the year, the week. Uh, I drafted my team in end of July, beginning of August, and I definitely drafted Nick Foles and Mm. sat him on the bench, knowing that eventually he was going to come in the game. And lo and behold, as what's the word entertainment has told you, Mazda Mitch is getting parked and we're going with BD Nick Foles.
0: Mm. Dude, I mean – I think the Bears are seeing what Trubisky is capable of, or for, or really what he's not capable of—the <laughs> lack
1: thereof. <laughs> lack thereof. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> you know, and Foles will be the starter moving forward, and starting in Week Four, and I don't think he will relinquish it unless it's to an injury. You mm. will see Nick Foles being the starting QB for the Chicago Bears the rest of the year, and probably in the future if he does well. You yeah. know, um, yeah. and just your boy like we said Mazda Mitch is not doing it we called it it is what it is but hey the Bears are 3-0 so can't say too much but it, mm-hmm. it, it was it was gonna it was gonna happen as we know
1: yeah
0: um the other game want to look at Eagles and Bengals and then in a tie which is ridiculous uh I hate ties it's like kissing your sister <laughs> <laughs> uh you know but what on the cheek,
1: think? on the cheek. We're not kissing their sisters on the lips. All right now.
0: <laughs> well, that's what to me. Uh, to me, that's what a tie is like. Okay. Uh. <laughs> exactly. No one wants a damn tie. Uh, but what do you think of Doug Peterson's, Peterson's decision to punt near the end of end of the uh, overtime period, where I think they were they were about fourth and five, gonna go for it, or fourth and seven. They got a they got a full start penalty. They had to shift back. So they decided to punt it anyway. Um, should they have gone for the long? Because I think they were going to kick a long field goal. It was about a 63-yarder, 62 yeah. yard before the penalty. Yeah. Obviously, with that, you can't go. But why not go for it there?
1: Because if you go for it and you don't get it, you don't get the field goal, they turn over on downs right there. If you miss, go for the fourth down and you miss it, you turn over the ball right there. Your defense is so gassed that you just don't want to go ahead and put them out there without giving them some kind of a break because, yet again, the quarterback that you defend so woefully is not being able to pull his weight or not being able to find someone. Or a, the, the sign of quarterbacks these days is their inability to elevate the players around them or at least make something happen. You know who's been doing that on the low? Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is going, is, mm. it's not even the, the passes that he's making. It's the fact that he saw that window and he actually went for it, and it was a quality throw. Trust me, we're going to have, be able to enjoy quarterbacking when, with guys like Patrick Mahomes and guys like Joe Burrow. And we are not going to enjoy it when we watch guys like Carson Wentz. A um, uh, little story time, 2008. Tom Brady returns to the Patriots after tearing his ACL and oh, excuse me, 2009, 2008. He leaves, he uh, leaves, misses the year, comes back in 2009. They go mm-hmm. into the Superdome. It's rocking. It's crazy. The Patriots are down. They have thrown another pick six. They are just behind the Patriots pulled their starters. They sent in the backup quarterback. They sent in the backup wide receivers and the back and Barney back. And they basically looked at Sean Payton across the way. And they said, we yield wove the white flag. That is exactly what Patterson did. He said, we yield. He's waving the white flag. I just lost my, the best tight end on my team, Dallas Goddard, to a fractured ankle. I just lost my only NFL-ready wide receiver in De- Deshaun Jackson to a hamstring injury. He's like, I need to get out of Cincinnati, and I need to get out of here quick. Um, it was a letdown, and I know he didn't want to lose that game, but he was willing to swallow a tie and open up himself to a loss
0: which is just kind of sad because this, the, the NFC East is so weak, probably with the worst division in football right now. And the fact that you couldn't beat the lowly Bengals outright, which is I think absurd. Carson Wentz has not been playing well. He doesn't have a QBR uh, of over 50 so far yet. Um, so it's looking really, they've got to, they've got to get, get it together really, really quick. Uh, because things are just gonna end up getting worse for the Eagles. And I mean, you know, they got the Niners this week followed by the Steelers and the Ravens. So things don't get very easy very soon, you know. Things don't get easy right from here on. So they gotta get together really, really quick. Um, another news, the Texans look like they're gonna be signing uh free agent safety Earl Thomas. Um, I think it's kind of a good move. I don't I'm surprised he's not trying to go to Dallas. So I think he wanted to go to Dallas at one point, you know, yeah, yeah. and the fact that they need defensive help—that's why. That's why I kind of wanted to just mention this really quick, Obed, I'm really surprised he's not looking at looking at Dallas.
1: He wants to be in the state of Texas, but obviously, but it seems like they couldn't get something done. And you know, I don't know if it is going to cost them too much money, knowing that they've got to try to keep this offensive line together. They've got to try to keep their quarterback here. Um, they're going to need to pay uh, one of those wide receivers. It's definitely not going to be Amari Cooper. They're going to let him walk. Um, You know, they're going to have problems. They're going to have problems monetarily. uh, And it starts with not paying Dak Prescott last year. Um, but you know, hey, this is a great pickup for Houston. We, the Houston Texans' de- uh, secondary, has been a, an eyesore and a problem for them the last two years. Uh, if you want to bank on a team that's going to get the score run up on them or tons of passes on them, no look no further than the Houston Texans. So this is a good solid move for them. Hey, look, Bill O'Brien actually did something smart. <laughs> One in a row. Hey, (laughs) a clock, a broken clock is always right twice. Guys, don't worry; it's it's (laughs) bound to happen.
0: Yep, yep. Um, just actually happening today with kind of breaking news that earlier this afternoon, the um, Titans and Steelers game has been postponed due to an outbreak of coronavirus amongst the amongst the Titans. There, a few a few players and staff, um, really. Is this really just the beginning, Obed? Here, are we going to see this kind of happening on an ongoing basis throughout the league? And if so, kind of what what can really we do to kind of fix this?
1: Uh, I'm going to be playing the devil's advocate that there have probably been tons of people testing positive for COVID. I just think that it hit a trigger point uh, and something that they couldn't hide enough because now you have multiple players and multiple staff. Uh, if eight people have it, that is a contact. Even at a shy estimate of a power of three, of 512 people that these guys have come into contact with in probably a more right-leaning part of America, where they probably don't actively use a lot of the uh, you know um, scientist-backed theories of wearing, washing your hands, you know, keeping social distancing, not going out to bars, not drinking, uh, you know, covering your face, uh, things of that nature. So you know, I'm I'm not as concerned about. Uh, where this is going to go, they do have protocols in place. I'm just concerned um, that they they this is the beginning, um, and you have talked about this to ad nauseum in the beginning of the year, even before we started. That um, it's a dominant. This is, this is number one a team, a team or teams needing to to close their doors to get this under control. Uh, and we're not even talking about the teams that both of these teams played last week, right? Like the t- Titans played the, um, the Minnesota Vikings last week. Do we know if there's anything going on in Minnesota? I don't know.
0: Well, I believe they said that Minnesota was all good. Nobody tested positive on their side. Um, so which, which is good. Um, but they, like I said, they did close the facilities, um, so this game between the Titans and the Steelers looks like it's going to be played possibly either Monday or Tuesday of next week. But I think this, like you said, this could be a domino effect. You're going to see, you know, this is not going to be the first thing time that this happens, um, you know, and Hey, has some other, has some other, um, squ- have other squads had to have it an issue possibly, but these may not have it, uh, indulged it to the, to the media, but Hey, it is what it is. I Like I said, I think we said it before the season started. You will see it ha- team this happening to teams. You will see get, games getting getting postponed. And to me, it's just the beginning. It's going to keep happening. Moving along, let's get into our favorite segment here called You Right, You Man, where we make some bold statements and the other one just says, if we're correct or we're just flat out crazy. Obed, I ask you first, my friend. Here on You Right, You Mad, Atlanta head coach Dan Quinn will be fired if the Falcons have a losing record this season.
1: Um, I am going to say that you mad. Uh, and I know it sounds crazy, but I don't know who would step in to take on that role. Who they could trust with that team? Uh, they've already tried to bring in some very, you know, skurdish individuals like uh, Dan Sar- Sarkesian, um, a known alcoholic, uh, to to be a part of that staff, and it just. You know, I I think they're going to give Dan Quinn maybe one more shot, but man, you know what? Actually, I'm going to change my my vote on that. You're right; his ass (laughs) deserved to get fired. He doesn't deserve (laughs) to have his job, nor does he deserve white privilege that always seems to help these guys and the nepotism that does allow him to get another job. Because Dan Mm. Quinn has just been terrible, and it was well before uh, the Patriots crushed his soul and gave up that 20 or uh, overcame that 25 point deficit in the Super Bowl.
0: Right, and which. Has I mean, and to me, Matt Ryan it really hasn't looked the same since that Super Bowl uh, appearance that year and winning the MVP of the league. You know, I mean, it's kind of weird. They you know these, you, the last two games, especially you, you screw up the onside kick recovery. You you let uh, Nick Foles make the comeback for the Bears last week. It's not looking good for the Falcons. I'll say.
1: Yeah, Well, moving right along, uh, Sherman. I got a question for you. You right? You mad? Seattle QB Russell Wilson will win the MVP.
0: If he continues on the path he is doing, you right. He has thrown, what, 15, 14 to 15 touchdowns in the first three games. This dude is straight and fuego right now, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I mean, what more can you say about this guy? He's, I feel like he's always in the MVP conversation each and every single year, but he has never won it. Uh, which is which is crazy through three He's never games, gotten
1: a vote. He's never gotten a vote.
0: <laughs> it's crazy through three games. He has almost a thousand yards passing. Yep, fourteen touchdowns with one interception. Okay, now their pass defense is atrocious. They can't stop anybody from throwing the throwing the rock on them. But you I mean as the hashtag says, hey, let Russ cook. That dude is dude is straight What's going, going on in sh- that kitchen. It smells chef. good. Yep, Chef Russ is doing work right now. He's, Murgy, doing,
1: shmurgy, shmurgy, shmurgy.
0: <laughs> he's throwing everything in the pot. Everything's going in the pan. He's throwing the, the Italian seasoning. He throw, he's throwing the, the adobo. He's doing, he's doing yep. it all,
1: right? He's throwing his foot in there.
0: <laughs> Man, I'm telling <laughs> you. Man, this dude is doing it all. I, yes, you're right, old Betty. He, Russell Wilson will win the MVP if he continues what he's doing. Uh, last year up on you, right? You mad. I bet I ask you Dak Prescott will not get big money from the Cowboys if they do not make the playoffs.
1: Sure, man. You're right. Um, I don't anticipate them signing him if he doesn't make the playoffs because if you look at everything he's done for them and his ability as a quarterback to actually, he, he reminds me so much of Donovan McNabb in that the city that he plays for doesn't realize how, much he keeps them in these games, and how much he keeps them relevant, right? He just he, if not for Dakota Prescott, yes, you would have Ezekiel Elliott, yes, you would have the wide receivers out there, but Dakota Prescott keeps you relevant. And if they haven't paid him yet, somebody else is going to have to because I don't think Jerry's going to do it if he doesn't make playoffs.
0: And I love the, I mean, I love the fact that you know he's just balling out. They didn't give him his deal. You know Jerry Jones is still kind of running the show. But um, it's just amazing that they haven't. But I also love the fact you still call him Dakota, which is great.
1: Dakota Rain. <laughs> I mean,
0: he's, he's going to get his money, but he, it may not be from the Cowboys. Let's get into the picks Obed, um, going back quickly on last week, the week three in the, in around the league, uh, we had all the same picks except for one. Um, I think that was the Buffalo uh, and the L.A. Rams pick. I came out with that one. So I finished 11-4 and one. I'll be that. Cheating.
1: Stupid. Cheating. <laughs> that pass oh. interference call was absolute nonsense. Go back and watch it, America.
0: I ain't mad at it, homie. <laughs> let's go, Bills. But, yeah, right. <laughs> but um, looking at this overall record, I'm up by one game. Obviously, 33, 24, and one, with you at 32, 25, and one. So let's look at the week four matchups beginning with tomorrow night's game, Thursday night of football. Denver at the New York Jets. I, I think I said it last week. The Jets will be the worst team in football this year um, going with Denver. Easy one.
1: That's even amazing. though Denver,
0: even though Denver's going to be what on their third string QB right now,
1: third string quarterback right now, who by the name of is Blake Bortles, I believe. Last time we saw him, he's the garbage man. Can, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I got to give it to Denver. We're going to be Denver all the way. It's it's New York. The New York Jets just terrible right now. Dude, it's
0: just – it's like, dude, the Jets are just so bad. So, so well, Adam Gates was supposed
1: to be a good coach. I thought he was his quarterback whisperer. And let tell you, Sam Darnold is not the problem.
0: Yeah. No. Oh, and actually, no, for the Broncos, it will be Brett Rippon starting at QB. Oh, okay. Blake Bortles will still be the backup. That goes <laughs> to show you how much they believe Blake Bortles, the former top five overall pick, is backing up. Brett Rip. and this will be so this will be the Broncos uh yeah third third quarterback and you know um
1: you really can get drafted high in the NFL if you're just tall and white huh like why is Blake Bortles <laughs> a top five draft pick why was Mitch Trubisky a top three draft pick he was two I believe He's number and they gave up the farm to move up one spot to take him when you could have had Patrick Mahomes or you could have had Deshaun Lawson
0: like, ridiculous Indianapolis at Chicago. Um, I'm going to go Chicago. Nick Foles all the way here. I think he's going to put up some numbers. Indy, Phil Rivers is looking eh, all right. Uh, but I'm, I'm saying Chicago.
1: For me, it's that you know what did we say happened with Justin Herbert he came out that team didn't know have any tape on him didn't know what he liked to do we have not seen what Nick Foles would look like and if he's just hucking chucking it up and actually trusting his guys the same touchdown that he made to Anthony Miller across his body was the same touchdown Mm -hmm. that he threw to DJ Shark before he got injured his his, uh, first year with the uh, Jags you know I I, they, they can finally call the plays and have a guy deliver the ball goodbye Mitch hey bye Mitch 2020. (laughs) <laughs> um, we're going Chicago, Chicago, uh, okay. Jacksonville at Cincinnati, uh, Sherm. I love Cincinnati in this one. Joe Burrow is making mm-hmm. me believe that somebody young understands quarterbacking its windows. Mm-hmm. It's delivering the ball. It's finding your open guy. It's about being a threat with your arm as much as your legs, but more with mm-hmm. your arm. Uh, and it gives me that feeling.
0: Yeah. I think the Bengals get their first dub here over Jacksonville um, I don't think Gardner Minshew has enough mustache power to get this, get this, <laughs> you know, so I will agree. Burrow looks good. He's young. He got rocked on that one hit
1: the Eagles. Dude, got let off. He got an feet. F5 or something. I think dude gave him a stone cold stunner. I didn't know what Woo happened. My, my God, that man has a family. with <laughs> <laughs> No regard
0: for human life. You know, <laughs> Dude, he got rocked. But anyway, yeah, I'm going with Cincinnati, Cleveland and Dallas. This has to be a W for Dallas here. If I'm telling you right now, if Dallas loses this game, they will 100% not make the playoffs, not win this division and make the playoffs. Philadelphia will come back and somehow win this division. Dallas, if there's no reason they should lose to Cleveland, I know Cleveland has so much firepower on offense. I liked Cleveland last year a lot. I was high on them. Everyone knows that and listens to the show. Baker, OBJ, and all of them. But Dallas has to win this game easily.
1: Yeah, sure. I'm going to, I'm going to give it to Dallas. They've got to win this game. If there's a get right game, it's this one, but it's going to come down to Alden Smith getting back there. Resurgence of Alden Smith. So happy for him to turn his life around and be back out here playing the game that he loves uh, and their ability to get some push up front because you got two uh, possible thousand yard rushers back there, 3000 yard receivers uh, between Austin Hooper Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry uh, so you got to be on your laurels there will be points scored but Dallas needs to win this game
0: yeah 100% In you have New Orleans at Detroit uh, Detroit things pathetic on defense we've been saying that for quite some time another get right game for this you know as you mentioned before well now for the Saints yeah they have they have to win this one to get back on track
1: Absolutely, it's New Orleans all the way. Yep. When the Saints come our chain. Let's go, boys.
0: Yep. Uh, Pittsburgh at Tennessee. We as we mentioned, this game is going to be postponed. Um, the fact that Tennessee's not allowed to even attend the facilities until what Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Big advantage for the Steelers. Uh, Steelers. Steelers in this one.
1: Yeah, I just don't. You know, there's there's no way for me to feel like Tennessee has any shot in this. If like you you're you're basically just getting off the bus and then going out and playing a game against the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are rolling right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Seattle at Miami. Huh. Russell Wilson's going to cook in South Beach for sure. Let's go. Let's oh, go.
1: he's coming to make some dolphin this weekend. I, he, he uh, He's not afraid to cook seafood.
0: <laughs> he's doing it all. It's going to be an easy one. I'm saying Seattle by 20. This one, okay?
1: Yeah, I could easily see Seattle by twenty. But again, Seattle's uh, defense seems to be a bit of a sieve, and they're not gonna have uh, uh, they're not gonna have Jamal Adams back there. So you, you know, you might see some bomb plays if there's anybody who huck it and chuck it. It's uh, the Conor McGregor version of the NFL in Ryan Fitzpatrick.
0: <laughs> I like it. Uh, the Chargers at the Bucks. Tom Brady looking good right now for the Bucks. Hopefully, he's gonna get Gronk more involved. Tampa Bay, all the way.
1: Yeah, the Denver game last week was a get-right game for them. Denver's a bad team, obviously, and, you know, they wanted to go out there and see if they could try a few things. You know, this was a team they thought that they could get Grant going in. Looks like they lost uh, 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 Chris Godwin in this game, so maybe it'll be the Scotty Miller era. Um, yeah. But I, I just, you know, Tom looks good. He just needs time to get acclimated, and it's starting to come together. I'm going Tampa Bay.
0: Yep, Baltimore out of Washington, a little rivalry Get there in, in the States. Uh, Baltimore, you know, coming off uh, that tough, tough loss to KC uh, last week, though. this week, uh, Baltimore easily. Washington is just subpar and will continue to be subpar team. Let's go Ravens.
1: Uh, so, it actually wasn't a hard loss for me to see Baltimore take. Um, if you want to talk about subpar, let's talk about the passing of Lamar Jackson. He's just absolute subpar. He's not even a high school quarterback in the NFL passing. You better Dude, strap happened up, bro. He had better what better strap than, up, bro. Less I than mean, 100
0: yards passing in that game against KC Monday night. I
1: don't give an S that you can run around like a chicken with your head cut off and make guys on a bad team miss. You better figure out how to find the open guy and deliver a ball. I, you know who's got more guts to pass the ball than Lamar Jackson? Dwayne Haskins and Dwayne Haskins isn't even good, but at least he's making attempts to pass the ball. (laughs) Oh, Hey Baltimore. You guys look like trash and ass figure it out Mm. because when new England had Tom Brady behind center and played against Baltimore, it never looked this bad when he Mm. played against the chiefs. It never looked this bad, even in games that we lost to them. So figure it out. If you guys really think big trust is about to win the super bowl, but we're going Baltimore. This game.
0: Yep. Move, let's move it along um, Arizona at Carolina Kyler Murray's looking good this year I like him I'm going to go Arizona Carolina did get their first win of the season last week and the first win from Matt Rule as a head coach in the NFL but I'm going Arizona here
1: we're going Air Raid Zona this year
0: yep Minnesota at Houston Minnesota too much firepower on offense for Houston to keep up with uh, like we mentioned before Deshaun Watson doesn't have the weapons obviously with Hopkins in, in Arizona of course so let's go Minnesota
1: it kind of hurt me to put this down because, you know, I, lo- I love Minnesota. But <laughs> Minnesota has unfortunately been in games with teams that you think they should be beating, you know what I mean? So uh, while, yes, I think Minnesota will win this game, I-, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if Deshaun Watson comes out here and gives them a little bit of a game, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's – I don't think – this game to me feels like a – 38 35 type of game or even or 28 25 type of game some points may be put up but it won't be a big big spread here for the the win who wins this
1: general akbar it's a trap watch out
0: (laughs) yep Uh, new york football giants at the rams um rams all the way rams come off that tough loss against buffalo last week giants i think will be the second worst team in football after the jets um that's rams all the way
1: I just I'm amazed that you're calling the Giants and the Jets the two worst teams in the football. Mm-hmm. Oh, what yes. about the Redskins? Excuse me. What about the Washington football team? Let me mm. we'll edit that out just to make sure I don't say a slur <laughs> on national television. Um, but what about what about the Washington football team? I I mean listen I, I,
0: it, they just I feel like they now okay, I will say this. Now if Chase Young is 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 out for a sending period of time. You think he had a groin injury in that last yeah, week's game. Yeah. That's going to obviously change their defense of course, but I mean, the Jets are, the Jets are so atrocious on both sides of the ball. It's yeah. bad. At least Washington has a better coach than the Jets do and Ron yeah. Rivera.
1: Yep. And he's defensive minus, so the defense will not go out there and look bad.
0: Yeah. And the Giants, without Saquon Barkley, they're not going to do a damn thing. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Giants fans. You ain't doing... <laughs> What? Okay, you might as well be playing marbles on the sideline, or or pick, pick up sticks, tiddlywinks. You'll what try to get
1: these tiddly wings, tiddlywigs yeah, huh? tiddly Who tiddly wants t- it? Two t- for yo, ten, two for ten. Who play, wants it? Play
0: some jacks or something, yo. What, what's the what's the game? Pogs,
1: y'all got pogs. pogs. That's it. I was about to say it, pogs and the these stick, slammers. Way.
0: Yeah, dude, come on, yo, they not doing it. Damn thing on that offense. Uh, The Giants, I'm telling you, Jets and Giants, two worst teams in football this season. I don't expect them to either of them to have more than four wins this year, straight up that's just that's it um let's keep it rolling um i think you're going with the rams as well right i am
1: going with the rams the rams ended up yep 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 Yep. okay cool another great match in new england
0: at kc man kc has a heck of a schedule this season so far man he played baltimore last week and you know you got now you got new england man this is some great matchups here for um the for kansas city and the chiefs um but i will go kc that game last week monday night against Baltimore just showed me how ridiculous Patrick Mahomes is. I mean, I knew he was. Don't get me wrong. I already knew. Yeah. But now, that to me, going against that Baltimore squad, even though it was in, you know, in Baltimore, even but without any fans, Yeah. but dude, this this dude is on another level, son.
1: Yeah. Baltimore I mean, was never in that game. I, I, mean, I, I want people to know that I said this. Obed said Baltimore was never in that game. They did whatever they wanted. You would think by the mm. third quarter that they would have taken their foot off the gas and they came out slanging mm. to make a statement.
0: Mm. It's just, you know, it, it's, I don't, I, I think I said on earlier in an earlier episode, uh, I think it was after week one of the NFL season, so two episodes ago, that the Kansas City Chiefs could very well go undefeated. Yeah. I mean, man, I don't see how they can't. To be quite the honest own, with the you, only,
1: the only team on this schedule that has a chance, there's two teams. LA played them very well. I'm talking about the Chargers because that's a divisional rival. They know them well enough. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay, maybe. That's not one of the teams. Mm. It's definitely the Bills. If, mm. if this, Joe, and then, and I was going to say something about when uh, I. Uh, Russell Wilson won the MVP from the You Ready, right, you Mad segment. Uh, the only other person I could think of that they want, would want to give it to is uh, to Josh Allen. Uh, I don't particularly think Josh Allen is a good quarterback. I just think that he's doing amazing things to make his team win in a very like, sloppy workman-like fashion. But that matchup, Thursday, October 15th, Thursday night football in Buffalo we'll, we'll see what they're made of at that point. But you know, I can't, I can't imagine they're not going to run the table when they already took out the top dog in their conference. That would have been a problem.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, so as far as this matchup is concerned, I mean, I'm going to go Casey there. I feel like new England is not unleashing cam the way they should. Um, but I will go Casey here in this one.
1: Yeah. I don't think, I don't, I don't think cam has anything for them. Um, I'm sorry, he's just not throwing the ball enough for me to believe that he's a thing. Um, Not having James White, you know, prayers up to his family. I hope things are well with his mother. I hope she's pulling through um, and they they find peace for for the loss of his father. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. not really getting a lot of wide receivers involved. I don't know what you're really getting from Nikhil Harry, if anything. Um, It just, you're so limited in what they're able to do because I just don't think Cam Newton is there as a passer to distribute to all these guys that Tom made weekly names week in and week out. Um, but so I, I got to give this one to Kansas city and that hurts me because it, go, go back in the tapes. I always mm. pick New England.
0: Yeah. Wow. You're going KC. Wow. Bold pick, Fairwell Bedge. are showing your loyalty right now. Aren't you? <laughs> what am I going to do?
1: Pick my team to lose. I'm a, I pick my team and then lose. I'm not, I can't do that. I'm sorry. Yeah, like right. that, 25 million. That's all it would have cost you to have Tom Brady It's a drop in the bucket.
0: Yep. Yep. Buffalo at Las Vegas. To me, this is a trap game. This is a game Buffalo could lose. I'm picking Buffalo to win this one, Obed, mm-hmm. but I do not be surprised if Las Vegas pulls this one out.
1: Heck, we didn't think Vegas would beat the Saints on Monday night, did we? We didn't think the Vegas would beat the Saints, but okay. we're talking about a Vegas team that is another year under their belt. They can have their new, this is the the actual team that John Gruden left the booth to go and coach, my team. And his team looks like they have the pieces in Darren Waller. It looks like they have the pieces in Henry Ruggs uh, and Terrell Williams. It looks like they have the pieces in Josh Jacobs and David Carr is playing very well right now.
0: Right. Yeah, I I, I'll agree, but... I know, I, I think this could be a game that they could end up winning. I'm still going on record as picking the Bills. Yeah. I said at the beginning of the year, their Bills will win the AFC East. Looking at their schedule, they've got a tough road ahead. You know, that KC game we briefly talked about. Obviously, they've got to play the Patriots um, twice. This, they play the Seahawks. They play the Steelers. It's going to be a rough road for the Buffalo, but this is a game they could again end up getting trapped in. But I will go on record as, as going with the, going with the Bills in this one, Obed. I think. You're going Buffalo as well, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Nobody circles the wagons quite like the Buffalo Bills.
0: There you go. Let's do it. Sunday night matchup: Philadelphia at San Francisco. San Francisco's just hurt across the board, yo. Quarterback's hurt. The running backs hurt. The tight end is hurt. Half the damn defense is hurt. The medical staff is hurt. The fans are hurt. The ticket salesmen <laughs> are hurt. The, the, the you the, the water boy is hurt, dude. <laughs> it's like you got nobody left, bro. Yeah. I'm gonna say Philly. This is a get right game for Philly because coming off that stupid ass tie. Excuse my language, folks. <laughs> stupid tie against uh, Cincinnati. Philly had if they go down or if they are 0-3 and one. Shame on them. Shame on Doug Peterson. It's gonna it's gonna out Carson Wentz as not being an elite QB in this league. That's all I'm saying. So I'm going to Philadelphia.
1: So you're not gonna beat uh, Mike Shanahan's son, who knows the Eagles very well, in his home, without your one of your major pieces. I mean, you know, bringing in uh, Hakeem Butler and then converting him to tight end does not make up for the fact that you lost. Dallas Goddard, they could not generate any offense, and San Francisco, yes, played the Jets, but still, they were able to run their offense with Nick Mullins and look effective. To play the know? Giants. And, play the Giants last week. Excuse me. Excuse me. Play the Giants. Play the Jets Giants. was week before. Yep. 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 Jets was week before, and they gave it to them too. Um. And so both of both of the two terrible New York teams were busted mm-hmm. up by the San Francisco 49ers I just think that there's too much knowledge of that team on that side. They go out there and lose. To them, and I feel like they're going to come out here and play and play very well, play very spirited, dude. I mean,
0: I know Kittle is practice returned to practice. Um, the, today, yeah. Debo Samuel has been cleared to return. Um, I will say this if Garoppolo, I'll, I'll, let me get let me say this if Garoppolo plays, my pick changes to the 49ers. Yeah. if he does not play, I will stick with the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. So I'm going on record saying that if Garoppolo does start and play the game, my pick will change the 49ers. But right now, I think Philadelphia needs this win more than anything else. That's all it is. They have to win this. They cannot be 0-3-1 because they will not recover.
1: I just don't see what they're going to come out there and do. I don't think Deshaun Jackson is going to play with a hamstring injury that he sustained in the game last week. And if the game is to pass everything to Zach Gertz and Greg Ward sucks and Hightower sucks, what is Philly going to do?
0: I know. I get it. I no. 100% get it. But I think it's just the Eagles just have to win. They're going to just play with so much passion in this game because they know they can't be 0-3-1. and one. Dallas is probably going to get their dub. They're going to be leading the division at 2-2, two two, which is crazy. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I said before that this division is going to be the worst division in football. But So we'll see what happens there. And yeah. the last game of the matchup, uh, Monday night, um, Atlanta at Green Bay. We talked about this before Falcons just look bad all around Green Bay yeah. all the way Aaron Rodgers playing lights out you know yeah. if he goes if, if he could, keeps going off, he very well might sneak in that MVP conversation along with um, Russell Wilson and maybe like you said before Josh Allen as well so I'm going Green Bay
1: yeah I'm, I'm going Green Bay I mean I just you know again a quarterback who can elevate the players around him and do good things you know he's finding MVS he's finding Alan Lazard and oh my goodness if if Atlanta has a healthy Julio Jones, I know Devontae Adams is going to try to find a way to get healthy. And the two of those guys are going to put on a show, but it's going to go to Green Bay. Mm.
0: Ooh, Julio and Devontae, yeah, that would be nice. But yeah, I think it's it's going to go to Green Bay. Um, obviously, home field advantage doesn't matter. I don't think there's going to be any fans in there, but A-Rod going all the way, man. He's, he's, he's doing his thing for sure this year. Uh, yep. Well, folks, that is going to wrap it up for us this week here on What's the Word Entertainment. Um, any obed, any last words for the people before we sign off here for this week?
1: Be safe. Take care. You know, hug your lo- your loved ones close. Uh, if you watched national television last night, go vote, please. Go vote. Just, there's nothing more I can say. You saw it for yourself. Uh, again, I don't want two five-year-olds bickering in the sandbox, but you know, it is what it is right now. Go vote. Let's let's change things up, guys.
0: Yeah, man, I feel you on that one, folks. Don't forget to check us out on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, as well as on Spotify. Of course, hit us up on Twitter at B-W-E-N-T. uh photo Bed. I am Sherm. We will catch you guys next time. Peace.
1: Peace.